Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views. Good morning, Alan, and good morning to your listeners. Brendan, just going back to one of the figures that Omar Bryn gave me yesterday, like looking at the reality of it, 135 people, maybe families, I'm not quite sure if you meant families or people. Yeah, they're individual tenants, so there would be families. Okay, so 135 families. He gave me the latest property update on Wexford. He, he, mm-hmm. he had discovered 33 properties. 135 into 33 won't go, but as I keep referring to, at various council meetings, councillors from all parties and independents constantly state that at the moment we're put to the pin of our collar. What are we going to do with these extra 130 families? And that's only the start of it, isn't it? Well, bottom line is simply this. Um, the ban on evictions is a me- an emergency measure to prevent those people and many, many, many more like them across the country from literally having nowhere to go. Um, it's not a solution to the housing crisis, but it means that the um, 4,741 people who are now under notice to quit their current accommodation, that was only up to the end of, of, of last year, the last time we had figures. So for the... For, um, for the last six months, we don't know how many people additional. This, sorry, the figures I've given you, nearly 5,000, is up to last September. For the last six months, there'll be many thousands more who, at the end of next week, on the 31st of March, literally can be evicted, and there is nowhere for them to go. I have people in my office uh, daily now uh, who are petrified because people of long-term tenancies who've lived often in their place uh, uh, for years whose kids have gone to school uh, in the locality, are fearful, even those who haven't had notices to quit, that they might get notices to quit. And that sense of fear is absolutely shocking. Uh, so, uh, I mean, this is a very simple net issue in, in terms of today's vote in the doll. To give those families a breathing space so that they cannot be evicted um, until such time as the list of promises that the government have finally made uh, to give some solution, some answer to the question that you posed uh, to Hugh, which was, what are people who are going to be evicted uh, on the 1st of April, what are they to do? Where are they to go? Because there, there isn't vacant accommodation. Right. There isn't other places to rent. And it would be absolutely scandalous to put these people on the street or to put them into uh, homeless shelters. And there isn't right. even spaces in 17 local authorities They've said, not even in the homeless shelters do we have places for these. So we just need to stop things as they are until this range of promises that the government have made to fast-track so many different schemes have an actual practical reality, and that is that there is an answer for that question. Where are these people who are evicted yeah. to go? Because I, I know a lot of it, a lot of it is improving. Because I think it's agreed mm. that there there are improvements, uh, but it's the immediacy of the of the current moment. Where do you stand on the view being taken by the regional group of independent TDs? Now, Southeast Radio News contacted Verona Murphy, and I don't think mm. she's available to talk on this issue today. But I'm, we will invite her to talk to us about this issue tomorrow on the program. But where do you stand on the 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 eight? Um, points that they've made for them to give government support today. Um, what's your view on that? Well, I'm looking right now at the eight um, amendments they've listed uh, in order for them to support the government. But really, that is not relevant. The relevant net issue is, are we going as a collective country to allow people to be evicted next week? Because none of these eight things will provide a solution by the 1st of April. 
just that won't, it's not possible. Uh, and the list of things that they've issued, for example, remove the barriers for older people in long-term nursing home to, uh, to lease out their homes. Lovely. Yeah. It's a good thing. But that will require legislation. It will require a scheme to be put in place. It will uh, require people uh, to advertise and to, to get tenants and for people who are in nursing homes to have security uh, that, uh, you know, they'll get the money that they're promised in that. That's long term. And if you go through the list, most of them are either vague or long term. All of them have merit. I'm not yeah, arguing yeah, with that. Yeah. But that's not the net issue. That really is a distraction from the one simple net issue. Yes. We cannot allow as a society families, children, elderly, old age pensioners who have now a roof over their heads to be put out by the end of next week with simply nowhere to go. Well, as I said, and I put it to Verona Murphy when I talk to her tomorrow, have the regional group of TDs, are they missing the point here, the immediacy of the people not knowing where they have to go in a couple of weeks' time? Because that, to me, is what I'm getting fed back to me from councillors who are very yeah. much on the ground here. I keep referring to Jack Sarones and the eight calls he got in the morning uh, before he even came on air to speak to me. That was only a couple of weeks ago. And I still, I asked Malcolm Byrne four times yesterday for a direct answer as to what happens to yeah. those who find themselves themselves, 135 families is what Owner Bryn told me yesterday. Yep. I, no one can give me an answer on this question. But there isn't an answer, and that's why nobody can give you the answer. They can list out all the schemes that are there, but they're not providing homes. They're not magicking up a building for those people who are going to be evicted to walk into. And that's the truth of it. So I regard the amendments that are there all worthy of debate in terms of an, a, a, an emergency strategy, but none of them take away from the ensuring in the meantime that nobody is put on the street, literally put on the street. So we need that safety net to be remain in place until everybody's right. ideas, the ideas of in, in terms of allowing people who are in nursing homes rent their houses, the uh, additional support for Creek Cornaha uh, to bring derelict buildings uh, and, and above the shop buildings back in use, uh, the guaranteeing of payments to the HAPS uh, system, the um, buying um, to the local authority of houses uh, that are for sale so that the tenants can remain in situ. All of these have merit. All of these range of ideas that we've yeah. all been putting forward for months should be implemented. But in the meantime, the fundamental question is, leave people in the accommodation they have. Don't add massively to the homeless crisis we have. We have unprecedented numbers already with no homes. That's 11,754 uh, families and individuals, including almost 3,500 children. That's the most recent figures uh, that, that, that we have. There certainly will be higher than that right. uh, when we see the numbers published in the coming week. But let's, in the name of God, not add to that. And it really is, in my 40 years of Oireachtas membership, I've never heard a government or a housing minister acknowledge that the decisions of, of his government 
will add to homelessness. Right. That's just unprecedented. I mean, people we need on the to outside looking in, yeah, people on the outside looking in are trying to fathom this. Now, are they making moves to try and stop the... I keep talking about the immediacy of it yeah. and what's going to happen in a couple that's of weeks' the, time. And that's the core issue. And are they going to make amendments to try and protect people who could find themselves with nowhere to go and give them a temporary extension? Or will this all... If this is now... If this vote is defeated today, does that mean that this now rolls into action. This is, the break is lifted once uh, the government is, is, um, gets its way on this vote. In other words, the ban on evictions that is in place right now that is protecting people against a tsunami of evictions. I mean, I, I've given you the figures of actual notices to quit. 4,741 served in the third quarter of last year, which is the last uh, figures we have. Many, many thousands more have been issued since then. Those thousands of notices to quit will all become operational from the 1st of April. Now, not all of them will have the statutory period. They won't all crystallize on the one day. Some will. And every day after the 1st of April, uh, people will face uh, the legal requirement to leave their place of dwelling with no prospect of having an alternative right. available. I mean, in the past, obviously there's a variety of reasons where landlords rightly want to uh, repossess their house, they want to have it for a family member, they want to do other things. That's perfectly understandable in a functioning housing situation. Right. And, and people leaving those accommodations and going to the market and find an alternative, those alternatives right now aren't there. So the simple net issue is keep that break on until such time as there is a place for those people to go, that there is an answer to the question that you've been posing. Okay, well, I'm going to put that question out to our Morning Mix listeners, uh, because it was suggested by Sinn Féin yesterday. It's been, you've sort of given a kind of a similar view as to what they gave me yesterday. Mm. So uh, I'm putting it out to our listeners now. Should the break be kept on, the eviction ban, till the government can provide accommodation for the people that we're talking about here, in, the, in this case, 135 Wexford families are immediately yeah. caught up in this. We have 33 vacant pre- promises, uh, premises, I should say. So, you are morning mix listeners. Should the government keep the brakes on? That's the question. If you agree with that, text in yes. If you disagree and say you support this move to get rid of the eviction ban, say no. So, if you want the brakes kept on, say yes. If you want the brakes off, say no. I'm, I'm going to have to leave it for the moment, Brendan, but just, mm. how do you think this is going to go today? I mean... I think, I, I think the government are going to win today. Um, I am disappointed uh, with some independents who are on the opposition benches uh, who say they're going to vote with the government now. Uh, I think that is a, a, a fundamental, historic mistake. I don't understand why the government is doing this. There's no need to do this right now. Give the extra six or eight months until the plans that they've set out and they have confidence in that will provide additional accommodation. Let that accommodation be there and then let's go back to a normally functioning uh, situation. But that is not the reality that will face all those people, the 135 families and individuals in Wexford and the many thousands across the country. And I can tell you this. It won't end on the 1st of April. It'll only be the start of it. And if we do, as I fear, see a massive increase in homelessness, I think this government will, will, will collapse. 
Okay, uh, just can I get a comment on one issue? I said we wanted to wrap it sure. up, but it just it's in relation to people who have homes uh, that are currently rented out, and they have family members coming back from Australia, yeah. our family members who have fallen in hard times, and they need to, I suppose, vacate the premises to get their own family members in, or they will be homeless. Like uh, it's possibly a subject for a more detailed discussion yeah. uh, at a later date. But can I get a comment for you on this? The well, landlord situations who urgently need to get their homes back. Yeah. I I perfectly understand that. And I've dealt with people who presented that particular circumstance to me. But you can't solve somebody's return to making somebody else homeless in the interim. In a normally functioning housing market, the, uh, the, 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 the uh, tenant in situ would simply move out and find an alternative accommodation to rent. That isn't available, either in Wexford or anywhere else right now. So until such time as it is available, I'm not in favour of uh, throwing people out into homelessness for, uh, for any reason uh, until such time, as I say, uh, as we have some functioning in a housing market again that will allow people um, uh, to, to be able to leave um, their, their current place of residence and find an alternative in the vicinity or even further afield, but will be able to provide them a roof over their heads. That okay. just isn't possible right now. Right. Our, our poll today is, uh, are, are you in favour of maintaining the eviction ban, keeping it in place? In other words, keeping the brakes on? No. Vote yes. If you're against it, vote no. Currently, it's 80% are in favour of keeping the brakes on. And really, I mean, we have people from all over the county and beyond yeah. listening to the radio. And, uh, the politicians need to wake up and smell the roses about this. This is, this is a moral issue, um, Alan, and there, there are not too many fundamentally moral issues that are needed to be voted on in the doll. This is a temporary measure. I'm not saying that this is a permanent issue. But right now, there's only one moral answer, and that is to maintain this protection for people who literally have nowhere else to go until such time as the array of promises that the government have set out uh, in six pages of an amendment to the uh, Sinn Féin motion tonight. Let them all be put into place, and then in six or eight months' time, let's return to this issue uh, when there are real alternatives. And there, that question that you pose, where are people to be evicted? Where are they going to go? Or are they going to on, onto the street? If, if government representatives or those who support the government in this issue can't answer that question, I think uh, there really is um, uh, a loss of moral focus. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran.